Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode, and this week we will be discussing the reunion of the ultimatum. Um, we'll also be going back to their decisions, and we'll just talk about all of it together. Hi, Aid. How are you? I am good. How are you doing, birthday girl? <laughs> I am good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, it feels nice to be older, psych, but it's all good. I didn't talk to you for a week, but it still feels like a longer time. It felt like, I mean, it was like, it was over a week. It was over a week. <clears throat> I've been on the road, <laughs> but I'm back now for an extended period of time, which is really great. For now. Like, guys, Aid is on the road so much, I have to have her send me her schedule just so I can keep up because I just never know where she is at any given time. <laughs> and she can only have a month at a time. <laughs> because if I send her to her she's like, no, I can't, I can't. Mm-mm. Yeah. But yeah, glad to have you home, at least uh, for the most part of this month. And so much going on. Um, we heard some news today. Somewhere. In, in the world, according to MassFan, which I believe, she's a reliable source, it looks like Mass will be back on October 11th. I like how you said that. It's like how the guy, you don't watch Big Brother, but when he does the recap, he goes, and that's all tonight on Big Brother. <laughs> you just said October 11th. Um, the problem is we don't know if that means the actual like weddings, meetups, or if it's at the matchmaking special or all that. We don't know what that entails. It's just if you go to Google, it tells you, Season 17 premiere is October 11th, but we haven't seen like the official from Lifetime or anything, but that should be rolling out. The key is always when the People magazine stuff rolls out. So we'll be on the lookout for that, I guess. We will. And we, then we will keep you guys posted on what exactly it is we will be doing. But I mean, we're going to cover, if there's a math season, we're going to be there. We're ready to cover, kind of, except for the traveling thing. Um <laughs> <laughs> but part of me is like, I'm so ready. I'm ready for a new season of Maps. Cannot wait. Honestly, I mean, I feel like this is a blessing in disguise. We've been talking about we need space. We need to chill on the factory. But I think it's gotten to the point where we were all sick of it and we were ready to be done. And then now we're like, okay, when do you come back? When do you come back? And I think this was the the breather that we needed. And we're all ready and gingered and ready for a new season. So I think it's it's going to be good. And like you said, with this space, we've, you know, managed to cover some other things that we've greatly enjoyed. Um, And so we're going to cover Sister Wives on Patreon for the time being until we hear differently every week for you. Yeah, I mean, Cody and the gang are giving us so much and I need to vent out my frustrations. So it will be good to bounce this off aid because these people are driving me nuts. I don't know how you feel about it, aid, but. Every week, I, I, I just go crazy, even though I know what to expect. So what better way than to share it with you guys? <laughs> I, I want people to understand that while we will be joining the chorus and hating on Cody, the number <laughs> of poor life decisions made by this collective group of people gives you plenty to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be fun, guys. So if you are on Patreon, um, just look out for it starting this week. And if you're not, you can join us at 
www.patreon.com slash altocallmaths. All right, yo. Okay. Tane, what's going on with the old maths people? All right. With the old maths people, I feel like the biggest, biggest news is that Paige from Atlanta is pregnant. I want to say I didn't see that coming, but how the hell am I going to see that coming when I don't know this girl? So <laughs> congratulations to her, though. She seems so happy. She did the People magazine reveal. She's pregnant um, with her boyfriend. And I don't think they revealed the gender, but she seems to be happy. And she's always wanted to be a mother. So, you know, good on her. Good on her. Good on her. It was very exciting news. Um, I was kind of disappointed, actually, that we were off when it came out. Because I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm excited for Paige. I feel like it, I mean, she probably has moved on long ago. She's not on the socials, so that's why it feels like it came out of nowhere. Um, but I think part of it for us is like, okay, officially, it feels like she's done. She's moved on. Her life is in a new direction now. Yeah, you're right. Like, she's not, uh... What, what is it they call it? She's not chronically online. She is online, but she's not chronically online and she doesn't talk about her personal life. Whenever she's online, it's usually like business related and she's been keeping everything private because again, who wouldn't after everything that she went through? But it seemed like she still has the relationship with the rest of the girls in Atlanta because they all posted saying the secret is out. No one deserves it more than you. So they've all known. We're just, you know, the last to find out. It was very sweet what all of her castmates posted. It was it was really cute. Yeah, it was. Um, second baby from Atlanta. Not necessarily from Maps, but the second um, person from that cast. Um, Shaq from Nashville is now a host on a radio show in Austin. It's not like a FM radio station. But he gets like, a, I think, a lunchtime hour. And Shaq just really seems to be living his best life in Austin. Like, Austin suits him. Based okay. on Instagram. <laughs> if he says anything interesting on this radio show and anybody who listens to our show hears it, please let us know. You know, every time I see Shaq, I remember our listener, T-Mob, who kept reminding us, like, why is Shaq not getting a lot of flack like Mac did? Like, Shaq seemed temporary to her. Like, he didn't seem like he was going to be in Nashville uh, for the foreseeable future. And just the fact that he's in Austin now, it just feels like a fever dream. Like, I get it. He did tell us that he moves around a lot. He turned on a job, allegedly, when he was with um, Kirsten. But it's so weird that he lives in Austin to me now. (laughs) Like... Would he have stayed if he was still married or would he have moved with Kirsten? But I think Kirsten was the one who made it known, like, she's not moving anywhere because she has family. I can't remember. But, yeah. These are all legitimate questions. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, Speaking of babies, I should have led with the second, but Danielle from Dallas had her baby and she had a baby girl. Oh, good for her. Good for them. Yeah. Family of five. They are. Can you believe it? Like people are still in the comments years later, still saying, Oh, she didn't want to be a stay at home wife. She wasn't sure if she wanted kids, but here we are. She's a housewife and she has a third kid. And she doesn't post Bobby a lot as much. And I think I spied in the comments someone was giving him flack for being on the golf course 
the day she went into labor. And I think every now and then, I, I don't follow her stuff a lot, but every now and then when I look in the comments, there are people being nasty. And I think they're always hinting at Bobby not helping as much as he should. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know what is or isn't because people can be nasty. But either way, she had a baby. It was... Um, she was healthy, and anyone who knows her past knows that that's very important, and I'm glad that they're both doing okay. People in the Instagram comments, I, how, how would you know? To even, <laughs> maybe Bobby sucks. It's not like I'm defending him. I'm just saying you, watching their lives play out on Instagram. Not even a TV show anymore, just Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's bold. It's very bold. Yeah. Um, this is me. I don't know. I always say I'm not going to speculate, and then it crosses my mind, and then I go ahead and speculate anyways. I don't know if Noi is still with her boyfriend. She was posting him a lot, and then all of a sudden, it was like radio silence, and she's not posting him anymore at all. So just speculation. I don't know if she is with him or not. Maybe she decided to go private. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen anything. Maybe I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything. Okay. And finally, Brett from the New Orleans season has moved. I do not know where he moved to, but he just left a message, something like um, New Orleans. It was it was a good time or something like that. Don't quote. I'm not quoting him, but something to that effect. But he no longer lives there. If I find out where he moved to, I will update you on another episode. And that's all I got. Okay, I did see that Greg and Deanna went and celebrated Miles' 30th birthday with him. Oh, okay. Or maybe it wasn't the 30th, but it was a birthday. I can't remember which one. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen them together. Have we? I, I know. I was caught. It was a surprise to my to my feed. Yeah. Okay. It's a link up. Okay. But yeah, that's what's going on with the past math season. Anything else? That you may have come across? No, I have seen nothing. Okay. Well, guys, we will take a little break and we'll be back to discuss the, what do we call it? The actual decision days of the ultimatum? <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> Proposal day, non-proposal day. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll be back, guys. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Summer is coming, and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in AltaCall on the podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's AltaCall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. 
If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you could eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. Okay, and we are back. Pretty much, it took me a while, I think on the last episode, where I was like, where are these people are they in North Carolina? Are they in South Carolina? But eventually they're in Atlanta, right? Okay. Is that where they all live? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Because they always pick one city. They all have to live in the same city. I think I'm shocked that this is what they got out of Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta is saturated, so you shouldn't be shocked. Everything's filmed there. So <laughs> there's no more talent. I mean, I'm still unsure. I'm like 90% sure it's Atlanta because I think... Raya said something about, I want to live in Atlanta, but I'm like, is it across state lines? I don't know. But when they went on to date, I thought I saw North Carolina. So I honestly, I don't know where this was filmed and I don't know why I don't know this. <laughs> I, I feel like, yeah, yeah. Usually they tell us or we find this information. I don't know why they're being a little bit shady about it. But the last one was filmed in Austin. Okay. It was filmed in North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Okay, yes, there you go. I just Googled it real quick, which is what I should have done. Because when I went on a date, I was like, doesn't that say North Carolina? So that means Raya just wants to go all the way to Atlanta? Okay. Anyways, they start the decision. I'm just going to call it decision day. (laughs) They start their decision day with Trey and Raya. And honestly, I'm just going to tell all of you guys. Everyone said yes. There's no point holding this out. This is ridiculous. This is like, I was so annoyed, but they all said yes, whether they should have or not, but they all did. But Trey and Raya show up and he asked her to marry him and she says yes. And I am so surprised because the last thing we saw was her being so hurt that he started catching feelings for somebody else. And I'm like, even for Trey. How do you go from catching feelings for someone and having doubts to proposing 
Like, what is the what is the thought process in that on both ends? This show does not tell good stories. <laughs> you are so right. There's no linear, oh, this makes sense. They just seem to edit together a whole bunch of conversations to try to throw you off the scent. To where you have people proposing to each other and saying yes, and you're like, nothing I have seen kind of supports this. And Trey and Mariah weren't even the worst offenders. <laughs> no, you're right, because the next thing in my notes were, are people addicted to toxicity, or is there just stuff we're not seeing and the editors are just not, or the producers are not telling a good story? Because did she forgive him? Because if she did, throw us a line in the confessional. Even after she said yes to the proposal, like, Give us your thought process. Like, are you like, I'm still hurting, but I still want to do this with you? Trey, what does it feel like? You literally said this woman, you have nothing to talk about because she only talks about makeup and stuff. That is insulting. How do you go from that to a ring? (laughs) Yeah, a ring doesn't erase issues, but maybe it does. But that's about it. They said yes on my jaw was on the floor and I didn't know at the time that this was going to happen three more times Uh, back to your thing about oh that she seemed to be mad that he caught feelings there's an element of me when I'm watching that I'm just like if you had had the opportunity to catch feelings Mm -hmm. if the person you had been paired with maybe that's what I think gets her over the hump is if you're honest with yourself you know that he just took advantage of an opportunity that was part of the premise of this show. And Trey does say, say it. He's like, it's not my fault that you didn't get the full experience. Because from the little that we saw, she was full of lust for Brian. So I don't <laughs> I don't understand. And then it was just a roller coaster of emotions because I know we're not in there with them, but she honestly didn't feel it didn't look like she liked Trey. Like or loved him, let me say. It looked like she had fallen out of love with him and she just was, she was checked out of the relationship, but didn't know how to get out of the relationship because she's been with him for so long. So to go from that to her lusting after Brian to then going to James and then all of a sudden being hurt that he was catching feelings because I'm like, what would their story have been like if he wasn't catching feelings? Would she still have doubts or did she have a a change of heart because she found out like, oh man, this man really could leave me and be with someone else. And then even from that, she's like, I don't know how to forgive you to yes, I'm going to spend the rest of my life and I don't want to do anyone else but you. That was a roller coaster for me as a viewer. I feel sorry for myself for having to go through that and do the mental gymnastics because they won't tell us what they're thinking. Like, I would think at the very least the producer will ask Trey, like, how about when you said this? Do you think you can get over that? Do you think you'd want to be with someone you have more things in common? Like, I don't know. They could have done better. Well, we move on to the next couple, which was Ryan and James. Um, I don't know if we talked about this, but his mom really doesn't care for Ryan at all. Um, his mom had, in my opinion, a very, very reasonable, it's the same thing that I'm thinking when I watch these 23, 24 year olds just rush to get married, making major life decisions that can affect everything. 
it's it's a crapshoot. Some people do it for their 24-year-old person. They're together for 50 years. They have a beautiful life. And then other people do it, and you can pass on some real opportunities to expand your mind, expand your, like, growth. Uh, so I think his mom is like, you could literally work anywhere in any industry, and you're going to pass it up for her, who I don't think she really hates Ryan. I think she just thinks... I don't want my son to miss things just because he's in love with you at his big age of 24. I don't like how they throw the seven years when it comes to their relationship because the since you are 16 is silent. Like, what the hell are you supposed to do? Like, what if they were dating since they were 13 and you say seven years? So at 20, they should be married because it's been seven years. Like, oh my God, what did I know at 24? Like, you're not even making sound decisions because you have the opportunity to work for, were they throwing out NASA out there? Yes, NASA and SpaceX and like big aero industry yeah. companies. He's like, I can stay, which he had a point. There are some very interesting jobs in the Carolinas or Georgia or whatever in those industries. That's not a lie, but there's a whole United States, a whole world out there that he's like, no, I'll just stay here to hang out with Ryan and her family. Yeah, like why limit yourself? But on the flip side, a lot of us operate from our places of trauma. And he did not have a good upbringing, did not have a good family life. And he's wanting to make sure that he doesn't repeat that. So beyond the fact that he realized when Trey said that Ryan has nice eyes, that suddenly she's the love (laughs) of his life. Beyond that, I think he wants that stability and doesn't want to miss out what he thinks will be missing out on a chance to have a stable family but i don't think james is ready for marriage at all i feel like this ultimatum worked exactly how ryan wanted it to it lit a fire under him that fear of loss kicked in real quick um and he was pretty i think rational in some ways unemotional about the fact that his girlfriend was like i really will throw you over for this new guy, because he's pretty cool. <laughs> but what are they going to do? He's going back to grad school. He's not ready. So I don't know why they're rushing the inevitable. Like, even if they take a break, let them go live lives, because that's the other thing. They haven't lived their lives outside of each other. And then go live lives. And if you're meant to be, come back together. But their issues are not solved. He needs to learn how to open up. Like, I don't think three weeks, all of a sudden, he resolved all his entire childhood trauma and all that's fixed. And then she doesn't want to do a long-distance relationship, and he's going back to grad school. So nothing's changed. So Uh, Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about it at the reunion. Yeah, we will. But anyways, he proposes. She says yes. I feel very let down by Trey and Ryan, but I think that's reunion talk. Like, I'm just like, that's part of the bad storytelling. And I think this is like, um, compared to the ultimatum queer love where Mal and, no, not Mal, Mal's girlfriend. Yolanda? Yeah. And the, oh, sorry guys, but that couple where they had intense feelings for each other. And then when they reunited, you could see them still trying to fight against talking to each other. And it was just there with Trey and Ryan. There was just nothing. (laughs) It was just 
like that didn't happen. And it's like, why make us get invested? Why do that if there wasn't even going to be a, even if it's a, oh, we like you, I like each other, but you know, I'm not going to talk to you because blah, blah, blah. But we didn't even get any of that. But I just get so angry when these people say yes. These are my thoughts when I was watching that, when they say yes. But I'm like, I console myself that by the reunion, they'll be done. But boy, was I off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so <laughs> you weren't alone though. You weren't alone. <laughs> so yeah. And also they were proposing. I can't remember. I watched it so long ago, but I can't remember how I knew it was 38 degrees and Ryan was out there without a coat or anything. And I was like, girl, it's cold. Get you a coat. <sighs> um then we have Cat and Alex. Not me thinking Kat and Alex and Tony and Roxanne, they're saving the last, you know, drama, all that. First of all, Alex proposed. I I saw him drop. I'm like, this is wrong. Something is not happening. And he proposed and she said yes. And he was so happy. I have nothing else on these on this couple because I I don't understand what I'm watching. It doesn't match what I've been watching. So <laughs> I don't know what to do with this information. There's nothing, keep it moving. Nothing to say about those two. <laughs> the only interesting thing about them is their interactions with our next couple. Okay. I do feel though maybe Alex needed a doormat. Maybe that's what he learned from being with Roxanne. <laughs> he thought he wanted to be challenged, but he's like, mm, no, I think I'll just take someone who goes along with everything. So um, the final couple was Antonio and Roxanne. It's so insane how much Antonio wants to keep his head in the sand. Because it doesn't matter what she... Like, I understand that Alex used his own words. He was not wrong. That he does not respect you. And she doesn't. And he said that... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. The, the When I was watching it, I was like, when we watched the first few episodes... You said it because anybody with two eyes can see it. I think you might have used that exact quote. This woman has no respect for this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None. And we could all see it. So it, it was honestly one of the most entertaining parts of the show. Because, yeah, um, she doesn't have any respect for him. She talks about him horribly. We all saw it. Alex was not a crazy person to run around telling people, yeah, she has no respect for him. The way that Antonio and Roxanne live in some other different world, oh, that was that was amazing to watch. I think the irony was like when he said that he said that you don't respect me and I'm just like your whipping boy. And then she goes, if you don't get down here so we can talk in person and this man starts running down the street. <laughs> the, the, the irony, like you are exactly that, her whipping boy. And then I really appreciated how Kat, stood up for Alex and was like, well, he, the parents told me this and this is what they said. Because even in that conversation, Roxanne was not respectful or did not sound like she respected him. And when she's laying facts for him to do what he wills with that information, he's like, nope, he's a liar. He's just saying that so he can have Roxanne. And Kat was like, I can assure you, he does not want Roxanne. <laughs> 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 And I did have a moment where I was like, this is where we just can see much more when she and Antonio for just for that one moment, were just kind of like 
are they trying to throw us off? Or is this like, do they really into each other? And we're like, no, y'all, you you had it right the first time. You had it right the first time. Don't worry about that. That's not what's going on here. (laughs) As if that wasn't enough. How crazy is it that you're with a girlfriend for how many years that cannot say I love you to you? Like, what else more do you need? He said, I love you. And then there was silence. And she goes, what? And she goes, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I struggle with it. And she's like, I'm going to work on saying I love you. That is a wild thing to say to your boyfriend of two years. I'm going to work on saying I love you. But Antonio is just like, mm, whatever. And everything he says is like, oh, I'm a piece of shit, basically. And I'm not good enough. And I'm not that. Everything I do and why I do what I do is because of Roxanne. There's a little unhealthiness to that and the funny part is Roxanne does not see that she is like Alex she also needs a doormat to put up with her whatever it is that she has it's it was really 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 strange I was shocked at how hard Roxanne was like ready to come after anybody Mm -hmm. specifically Kat and and uh, and Alex Mm-hmm. who she sees as a threat to her relationship with Antonio. But it's like, but you hate that man. It's so, yeah. As a viewer, it, it's very confusing to watch. Yeah. I found that they did this thing this year where they got all the partners of the people to talk with the people that, the partners that they were, um, that they recoupled with. And I thought that was very strange. So when Roxanne was having that conversation with Kat, when Antonio was having that conversation um, with Alex or Trey and James and each one's telling, I think James telling Trey, like, you don't need to be with her. She's a terrible person, but you're not even opening up, but you're telling someone like everyone just seems to come from a place of cattiness. You don't even want them, but you're telling their partners that they're terrible people. Like everything about that just felt icky to me. Yes. And when Roxanne was talking to Kat, you said something about how she was like going to get the villain edit. I was like, Oh, she's the villain. She's the villain of the season. <laughs> because her aggressiveness with Kat, it was, it's so interesting. She did to Alex exactly what she does to Antonio. So she, first she complained that um, he said that he opened the door and he doesn't open the door. Mm-hmm. And he's such a liar. And mm-hmm. Kat was like, so you got any more examples than the door opening? And she's like, oh, he says he's working, but he's not really working. Roxanne is insane and she thinks everybody is lazy because her whole identity is working more than anybody ever on earth. And so first she goes after Antonio for not working enough. Now she's going after Alex for not working enough. Even though I think we all established that Alex is pretty good with the monies. (laughs) Yeah. It was... the She really, really wanted Kat to hate Alex. And it's like, it's okay if you don't like him. Like, this is a little experiment. But why are you determined to, like, make Kat think poorly of him? The same way you do to your man? It was weird. Very weird. She's like, I work with women. For the longest time, I was like, what is this woman's job? She keeps saying I work with women. Um, Then later on, we find out what it is when she goes, I work with boobs. But it's just like, so, you know, I stand up for women. I was like, what has that got to do with anything? But, yeah, that was very strange. But ultimately, of course, Antonio proposes. I'm not shocked. He issued the ultimatum. And she says yes. And yeah. 
I think by this point, I was just like, it looks like everyone's saying yes. So it is what it is. And then I was ready for the reunion. And let's see how they got to this. Yes. So we'll be right back to discuss the reunion. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back to talk about the reunion. Aid, what was your overall thoughts about the reunion? Have any of these people actually watched the show? <laughs> Why do you say that? Because all of their choices, I'm like, did you did you did you not see? I was yeah. confused by the reunion and it was boring. <laughs> it was. It was. And they spent half the time playing some game. I think I might have fast-forwarded through that. But anyways, um, Vanessa is back. She could make the reunion. Um, and they introduced everyone by their body language. Again, I was shocked. I could tell that everyone was still together. So I was like, what in the hell is going on? But the surprise kind of was Lisa and Brian. They bring them out to come out. And who knew that apparently a lot of the cast members did not believe that they were pregnant. <laughs> Which I told you Roxanne got the villain edit, but I I thought she actually gave a pretty good explanation for why. <laughs> Which was? <laughs> the girl was lying. Which is like, 
I don't know you. I, you. The only thing I've seen you do is flip out on somebody like a crazy woman. Like, I don't know you. I just thought you might be lying. I, I would think, okay, well, you should be quieter about thinking that she's lying. But uh, it wasn't a crazy assumption. Yeah, but she wasn't the only one. I think that helped a little bit was that she wasn't the only one who thought that. She was the one who was most vocal about it, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. She was. But um, we find out that it's been a year, and they had a baby boy, and they're still together. I just went one octave higher because I'm surprised myself that they're still together. And they're still not engaged. So... I don't know. I think Brian is still on the fence, but what is he going to do? But he said everything's changed now that they had a baby, but except wanting to get married, I guess. Um, they I, talk I, about. I, I want to talk about this because I was not surprised that Brian still doesn't want to marry her. And it was really, really clear that he does not want to get married even though they have a baby together. I felt kind of bad for her, but uh, then she showed her ass and I didn't feel bad for her anymore. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're ever getting married. I don't think they want to get married. I think I'm surprised they're still together. I think she still wants to get married because she's like, I tell him, I don't want to be a baby mama for forever. And I'm like, I, I think that's what you're going to, I don't think this man is going to marry you. That ship has sailed. You didn't want to be a baby mama. Now you are. So where else is there to go? She can't use that as leverage anymore. Because you've also proven that you're, he'll call you a bluff. So there's nothing else to do there. But um, they um, play back, um, um, I think it's safe to call it a meltdown that Lisa had when she was being very rude to Mariah and calling her a Hooters, what was it, a Hooters bitch or something like that? Something and like saying, that, yeah. He, yeah, he only wanted ass and all that stuff or whatever. And Raya was like, you know, didn't appreciate that. You were putting me down. Like, you know, you didn't want me to talk to him and all that. And our beloved Lisa doubled down. And she goes that she's not sorry. She said what she said. And it was just ugly behavior. It's always one thing when something happens because you're like, okay, heightened emotions. You don't know what you're doing. And all, but after a year, after you've watched yourself, after you've had time to reflect and you still don't want to take responsibility for what you've done, that's nasty work. Mm -mm. I was very disappointed. I didn't, yeah. She should have been ashamed the first time, but the fact that you can go a whole year... And just not have the, I don't know, the reflection to <laughs> to know that you, A, were really wrong for what you did. And then B, this whole, she was the one who gave the ultimatum. You're the yeah. one who brought the man to the show. Mm -hmm. If you're mad at him for flirting with her, which was what you were actually mad about, there's no reason to go after her and say that she's like this and she's like that. And she was way too interested in Brian when they're trying to figure out who they're interested in. You sound stupid. Yeah, her argument was that she did not seem to love her man. But I'm just like, you're very quick to blame Raya. But Brian, that was also creating the environment for that to happen. Where is that? We could easily say he didn't love you. Why are you turning a blind eye to that? And then Roxanne says, standing up for her, the hormones and all that. And then Lisa's agreeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's not what she said. 
you're doubling down and you're like, you're not sorry for whatever it is. I don't know. I was over the whole thing. It was just irritating to watch. Yeah. I mean, these two were on the show for about five minutes and they took up a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, they play a game, like I said, it was like a match game of what this person likes, what this person doesn't like, what would be their hall pass. And, you know, Vanessa always doing her best. Um, I can relate to you, um, kind of stuff and all that. I did not enjoy it. Um, they're also happy playing this game. So it looks like they're still together. So we start with Roxanne and Antonio and he rattles off this list of businesses that he's doing, like she has practiced his resume internally, <laughs> but every business he mentioned, it seemed to be something that was Roxanne's dream, the car wash. <laughs> Does this man still have brain cells? <laughs> uh, and uh, Roxanne is kind of disgusting. Because mm-hmm. every time she talks about him, like when asking the status of their relationship, it's like, what improvements has he made to be more desirable to me? Yep. And then even when he was so proud of like, I'm a business owner now, I do all this business. She didn't even seem excited. She goes, I mean, she goes, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we're doing it together, basically implying like, I'm still helping him. He's not able to do it on his own. It's not really his business. I have to still put time on it, but she's trying to, hold herself back from doing, like being condescending, but her face betrays everything. Then they move on to talking about the ring that he got her, that she does not wear. But she has a ring on every finger. (laughs) But she says she doesn't wear rings. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I have a note here that says Antonio is a battered man. He just always puts himself down. And and it's not really like, I think sometimes that can be seen as like a joke, but it is, by the time we get to the reunion, I'm really sad for Antonio. Like, I don't want him anywhere near this woman. I don't think she's good for him. Yeah. He's a shell of himself. And it's just like, again, why is he adamant on having his head in the sand? She does not want to say, I love you. She does not want to marry you. When she was coupled up with someone else, all of a sudden she knew that she couldn't get married. And then now she took off the ring the next day. The next day after you gave her a ring. Has some excuse about how it doesn't fit, but he got another one, but he bought more rings. It's a whole thing. My favorite part was when all the other people, this is the only time I feel like anybody got called out for anything, is when people just lightly kind of said like, my feelings would be really hurt if I bought a girl a ring and she did not wear the ring. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not quite right to not do this. Uh, Roxanne was, I think that maybe they were scared of Roxanne, but uh, <laughs> I did appreciate that the discussion kind of called her out. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, don't they watch Sex in the City? Carrie did not wear her ring and look at how that ended up. So, <laughs> um, on top of everything else, Vanessa suddenly asked Roxanne, if he asked you to marry him right now, would you do it? I'm like, I can you read a room? And then Nick is like, I got ordained. And then Vanessa's like, he did. He really did. He could marry you right now. I'm like, mm, yeah, no. These two are not getting married anytime soon. But I know you said, like, I mean, it is the closest to her being called out. But honestly, they didn't ask her 
enough hot questions. They didn't ask her about not being able to say I love you. They didn't ask her about all the things she said, like playing a montage to show why Alex would say like she doesn't respect him. The things she said during the dating, the things she said to Alex's parents, the things she said during the confessionals, they could easily have done a montage. I mean, they did the whole business and work thing, but they could have done that and then turn to Antonio and say, can you see how Alex thought that she did not respect you? They didn't do that. She wasn't the hot seat enough for me. Agreed. Um, that's what I got for them. Do you have anything else? No, just very sad. <laughs> um, I always laugh when I see Kat and Alex. I like literally have no notes <laughs> on these two, but um, but they have a date. I mean, I will say that. Five, ten, twenty-four. They have a date for the wedding, and Roxanne just keeps poking and poking and poking. And it's like Alex said he was unsure. Like, why would he be getting married? And they're like, Roxanne, you were unsure as well. Why are you not self-aware? Like, what is it about Alex that triggers you? Is it that she recognizes that he's the male version of her? And she doesn't like what she sees? I think part of it is that she um, is really mad I think something flipped in her brain when she realized he didn't want her. Mm. And I think that she is that type that she is now set to destroy him. <laughs> She's like, if so you dramatic. don't want me, I don't want Alec. I don't want um, Kat to want you anymore. Let me see if I can break you up with Kat. Let me, I mean, she said some terrible things to Kat too. She's just awful, just awful. But yeah, she's really, really mad at him for not wanting her. I think that's my theory. That is, um, I'm trying to pull on that thread that you just put out because a question I ask a lot is why is Roxanne with Antonio? That kind of person wants a high fly, fly, flying guy, a high powered guy, which is what Alex seemingly is. Is Alex being what she thought she would always be with and him not wanting her, making her insecure, like maybe those kind of people can see through her, but someone like Antonio would just always think she's the moon in the sky and she'd rather have someone that's there versus someone who might know more than her and she'll be the quote unquote lesser one in the relationship. I like where you're going with this. I think the problem is she doesn't want Antonio either. I don't know. <laughs> is the only thing she learned from here is that she doesn't want anybody? Uh, I don't know what she learned. But yeah, they had a whole back and forth that was confusing with um, Kat going on in on there. Alex didn't really say much. But again, I was just happy for Kat that she was speaking up. But she stood her own ground, but the whole back and forth and Roxanne still trying to poke at Kat for being with Alex, I'm like, let it go. Like, we're shocked that you're still with Antonio. You don't see us saying anything, so just let it be. So, there was that. Um, Trey and Raya, they've also set a date. No, they haven't set a date. They know it's going to be 2025. <laughs> and... <laughs> A lot can happen in two years. And it's going to be a destination wedding. But, I mean, update, we posted this on our account. Raya's pregnant now. So, did not see that coming. Like, I'm going from, these people are not going to say yes. 
to these people are not going to be together at the reunion, to these people are having kids together, and that goes for all of them. I'm just like, wow, what do I know? I know nothing. So, yeah, it's just they're together. They say they work things out. I don't know exactly what has been worked out because last we saw, they wanted to live in two different places. She was trying to find herself. I don't know if she has found herself. I don't know what they decided on the housing, but it just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good for them. Uh, you know, I will say this. I'm more positive about them than I am about Roxanne and Antonio. So I'll give them that. Um, yeah. So the last couple was James and Ryan. Um, they are living together. Cause if you recall, they weren't living together, but living together means living with Ryan's family. Weird. I told y'all that he's not ready. Like, he's still they're 24 and 23 they're still figuring life out so i i don't know how (laughs) i'm trying to find words guys i just don't know where this is gonna go but they do this segment about james after dark and how sexual he is and all that and i'm like wow this reunion just needs oxygen right now so we find out also that Ryan and Trey were not in contact at all because I was curious about that. And Trey says it was out of respect for Raya. And Ryan says the same thing that every now and then it wasn't like communicating, but just more like you see a picture, you want to like it. Raya's like, oh, if you want to do that, that's fine. But if you want to like text him like some, oh, hey, nope, she would not be okay with that. But I think it's best they just don't speak. It's fine. I think it's best they don't speak. I was kind of proud of Mariah for being like, this is what I'm good with. This is what I'm not good with. But I also think it shows us that she is still a little bit insecure about whatever relationship that Dre and Ryan built in those three weeks. Because she's like, no direct messages. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. But she I don't will know if always... insecure is the right word. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's, yeah. she's on guard. Which I think that, that that's a good thing to be in a relationship. Um. You should be on guard about the things that can threaten your relationship. And she perceives Ryan as a threat. Yeah, and it's also a reminder of a time where their relationship wasn't the greatest, I guess. So, yeah. Honestly, that's just what it was for the reunion. I've never experienced anything as anticlimactic as this. The first season reunion was more fun. This was just a flatline from start to finish. It was a flatline? But I was—I don't think I was as shocked as you about three out. Uh, the only couple that I was really shocked that they're still together and I think they should break up is Roxanne and Antonio. Everybody else, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that this is where we ended up. <laughs> well, I mean, good luck to them. I look looking forward to their updates. But I mean, this is the one show that always throws me up for a loop because that first ultimatum. Remember that couple that. I just didn't think they were going to be together. And then by the reunion, they were pregnant. And then now I think they have like two kids or something. Because I think like it was almost like she hated him. She was like, I can't stand him. He's controlling. I don't want this. But they're still together and they have two kids. So what do I know? Nothing. What is the show trying to tell us, I think, is a better question. Not what do we know. But what <laughs> is this show trying to tell us is happening versus what is actually happening? 
<laughs> True that. Well, that's it. That's all we got for this. It'll be interesting to see. It's funny. I, I, I'm not so confident if this is going to get a season three or if they're just going to continue. I feel anecdotally that the queer edition was more of a hit. Um, I would agree with that. And honestly, I don't care to watch season three. <laughs> <laughs> or so, season four. Like, maybe I, you're right. I might watch a queer edition again. But the straights, you've had two chances. You're just not creating moments. You're not creating buzz. You're not creating. Yeah, it's the storytelling. They need to work on that. Make it better. All right, guys, that's our episode for the week. Uh, Join us next week for another episode of another show where you'll find out what we are going to cover. And don't forget that we will be covering Sister Wives on our Patreon weekly until we get more information on the premiere date for maths. Thanks, guys, and bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.